Is that you on today? Do you know who you are? Are you walking in power? Are you walking in favor? Are you walking in confidence? Because you know who you are. We are a chosen generation. Call up to show his excellence. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. Come on in, come on in, tune on in. I just wanted to set the atmosphere for today's lesson. who you are. holy, I am righteous, I am so rich, and I am beautiful, I know who I am, walking in power, miracles, favor, authority, God's authority, yes, hey, can you see his glory, can you see God's glory on you, 
God's favor on you, God's blessings upon you. Hey. Hey, it doesn't what other people see, what they say. What's important is that you know who you are. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you know who you are and who God says you are? Amen, amen. Welcome, welcome. Just want to set the atmosphere because today... I'm going to be teaching about uh, the code of confidence. Confidence is so important as we uh, go through life, as we experience different experiences in our lives. It has a way of bringing our confidence down about ourselves. It is so much going on in the world, so much pain, uh, so much loss and grief. It just looks like it's not going to let up, but we must keep our hope and confidence in God, no matter what is placed before us. But today I want to talk about the code of confidence about yourself. Where are you on the confidence scale? Is your confidence low about yourself? Are you in the middle, mediocre, or is your confidence high? You got your, your head high. It's not held down. You got your shoulders back. Why? Because you know who you are. All right, let's dig in. Let's dig in. I'm teaching out of this book about the, the warrior within. And lesson two is talking about the code of confidence. Listen, when I wake up in the morning, I have a decision to make. I can allow the problems of life to take over and leave me in a state of overwhelm or frustration, or I can choose victory. My code of confidence is simple. I choose confidence and faith over fear every day. I do not allow situations and circumstances to lead me down a road of defeat. Why? Because we have the victory. No matter what we are in the middle of, no matter what we have been through, no matter what we're faced with today, we have the victory because God says so. So if I feel myself going left, which we know can happen, I ask myself, where did this thought come from? What are you thinking about on today? Does this line up with the word of God, whatever that thought is, does it line up with the word of God? Or is this one of those conspiracy theories against myself? Sometimes the enemy will plant these theories. Just yesterday, you were loving life and enjoying it to the fullness. Then this thought came and the next thing, everything is going wrong or you hate yourself, or you hate your life, or there's nothing right. Conspiracy theories are driven by influence and double-mindedness. It is someone's opinion 
but it is not a fact. It's a theory. It's not true. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to the naysayers? Are you listening to the negative thinking going on in your mind? Or did the enemy plant a seed of doubt in your mind? You must conclude what you will allow to influence your life and stick to it. Either you are going to allow faith to arise within you and continue to walk in faith, or are you going to walk in fear, doubt, anxiousness, lack, all of that negative stuff that goes against God's word? Yes, we know situations are going to happen. We know that. But our mindset has a lot to do with it. James 1.8 says, what? A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Is that you today? You're in faith one day, then a situation happens, then you're in fear and doubt. We have to be consistent because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Don't let the enemy take your joy. Don't you give your joy to the enemy because he can't take it. I'm going to show you how he takes it. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 10.5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is the King James Version. But I want to read it out of the Life Application Version. And it says, we destroy every proud obstacle that exalts, that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So when that negative thought comes, that stinking thinking that brings you down, that tears down your confidence, that tears down, destroys your faith in God, it says, we destroy, you destroy, casting down. That means you have to do something about it. You have to stop and arrest those thoughts because it is exalting itself against the knowledge of God. Those thoughts that go against God's word are prideful. You have to capture those rebellious thoughts and teach yourself, your mind to obey Christ. But this is what we do. You know that negative thing is gonna happen and it's like, how am I gonna get out of this? Why did this happen? Oh my God, there's just no way. And the thought, whatever it is, it keeps playing and playing like a bad record over and over and over again in your mind that is never gonna get better. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Stop it. Sometimes you gotta shake yourself and do like David did. Encourage yourself in the Lord. What does God say? 
He says that all things will work together for our good. And when God says all things, he means everything, no matter how painful it is, no matter how it takes you back to that painful place, no matter if you, know, if you lose your job. I've been there, I've lost the job, lost vehicles, had to file bankruptcy. You know my story, the child abuse. Just seems like bad thing after bad thing after another thing. But no, God is teaching us. He's training us. He's working his character in us. We learn from those painful things. What have you learned? Have you learned anything? Or do you find yourself right back in the same situation? Did you learn anything? Let's start turning those thoughts around. Let's have a different perspective. All right, I'm here. What am I gonna do about it? Is there anything I could do about it? Yes, number one, we can pray. How can I do things differently next time? Put a plan in place. Let's not continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. Yes, God knew you was going to do it. So get over yourself. Stop having the pity party. Stop having the self-condemnation. Stop feeling guilty. When we confess our sins, what does God do? Cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. And we still sitting there thinking about it. Instead of casting those thoughts down, stop it and shake yourself. It will get better. It's going to get better. It is. It's going to get better. But we've got to trust and believe and stand on God's word no matter what it looks like. Keep confessing God's word over your life and cast down those thoughts. Your confidence is your superpower. If you don't have any confidence in yourself, in God, that the situation is going to get better, that you're not always going to feel like this, that there is a better outlook on life, you're going to stay in that low place. Rise up, my sister. Don't stay there. You rise up. Shake yourself, shake the dust off of your feet, hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Wipe the tears from your eyes. Keep moving forward. Pray, ask God to give you a plan of action to get out of the situation. And when he gives it to you, do it. And it may not be what you think it is. Just as God's words say, my, my thoughts and my ways are not as your thoughts and your ways. They're higher than ours. We have to stop allowing our mind, our thoughts, and our emotions control us. Let's be about doing things as God puts them before us to do it the right way. Keep your confidence above all else. When you have something of value, you don't allow people to misuse it. It is the same with your confidence. Don't allow anyone to take it for granted. 
When people don't recognize that you are precious, you have to upgrade them. Now listen to this. When I read this, I'm like, what? People will only do what you allow. They will treat you how you allow them to treat you. Now listen to this. It says, give them an apology. Like what in the world? Yes, you heard that right. Give them apology. Now this is what you're gonna say. You're gonna apologize to them for making them think they could do whatever they wanted to you. And it goes a little something like this. Um, excuse me, I want to apologize for you. And they're probably gonna stand there and look at you like you're crazy, right? And they may ask, you know, for what? And that's when you're going to let them know. I want to uh, apologize to you for making you think you could treat me like that or say things like you have said to me because I am precious cargo and have to be treated with care. <laughs> You're going to apologize to them and let them know, you know what? Hey, I'm sorry. I apologize for allowing you to treat me that way because I am precious. I am God's child. I know who I am and I refuse. You hear me? I refuse to let you allow you to treat me that way or talk to me that way. And you don't got to yell or get irate, but you're going to let them know. Not today. It ends today. Why? Because I'm taking my confidence back. I'm taking my voice back and my authority back. That's what you're going to do. So the next time you find yourself in that type of situation, just let them know politely. Oh, excuse me. Hey, I don't know what you thought, but um, I am no longer going to answer to that answer to those names. I am no longer going to allow you to uh, speak to, my, to me that way. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Why? Because that's not my name. That's not who I am. Now you make yourself a goal. There may be some people that you need to let know that today is a new day. They're going to be like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Something done changed. Something definitely has changed. I'm getting my confidence back. I'm walking in my confidence and I am walking in my faith. That is what I am going to do. Maybe you need to get some books about confidence. The first one is going to be that Bible. Because the Bible will let you know who you are. Maybe you need a course or a transformation or confidence coach. You need some help. You need someone to hold you accountable. Look me up. Maybe it's time to become an entrepreneur, a new career path. Either way, you hold the power within you to get the wealth that you need. It's all in you. Your deliverance is in you. Your healing is in you. It's all in your mouth. We overcome how? By the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb.
It's all in your words. You hold the power. You hold the power. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. Confidence. Walk in your confidence and be all in who God says you are. Fearless. Fearless. All right. We are walking in faith. And we're going to fear less. Yes, fear less. You know, the enemy wants us to sit there quiet in a corner somewhere with our mouth shut, afraid, afraid to open up, afraid to share our stories, afraid to be honest, afraid to be uh, truthful for the, with those in our family, in our circles. He has us right where he wants us. But I'm telling you, as soon as you open up your mouth, that's when that confidence begins to bubble up and rise up and you begin to use your voice. What do you want to accomplish? And what are your goals about your healing, your family, a career? your life, what are your goals and your, and your accomplishments? Write them down and look at them. I'm sure you probably heard of a vision board and the word of God lets us know what, write the vision and make it plain. Write it down and look at it and begin to confess it. You know, I am going to open up that business. I am going to start this business. I am healed. I am not always going to feel this way about myself. I'm not going to always think this way about myself. I'm going to rise up in the confidence and faith that's within me. God has given you the keys. What will you do with them? Talk it over with a close friend and share that with them. Now, they're going to become your accountability partner. They'll be like, hey, you said you want to start this business. How is it going? Sometimes you do need someone to hold you accountable. That's where the coaches come into play. They don't tell you what to do. They just hold you accountable to what you said you wanted to do. Confess this as you're looking at your list. I will no longer delay my blessings by trying to plan out every outcome. We will never know the outcome of anything, but what's important is to get started. I never in my life, uh, saw myself as an author, but here I am today. God knew that, but I was obedient and I wrote the book. And what has happened because of the book, the outcome? I'm on a journey, a life's journey. I don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next, but I can make a plan, but we have to be flexible when God interrupts our plan, now I want you to go this way. 
All right. So you guys, you, you, you know my story where I had no intention of writing a book. I wrote the book. But God stopped me in my tracks because I wanted to write children's book. You know, I started that. And that is still my goal, my passion, the children, the babies, you know, to give them a voice. And I plan on getting started on at least one of those books this year because I, I've written like uh, 30 stories. But God stopped me in my tracks. He said, no, I want you to write, tell your story. And I had to think about what is my story? So I'm like, oh, and, and the Holy Spirit said, your story will authenticate the children's book series. And so I said, yes, you know, I wrote the story, wrote the book, then the book led to a course. I had uh, three brave souls in the course, you know, and one of those ladies was literally in such a low place that the enemy uh, put these thoughts in her mind, you know, that she's no longer valuable. What's the point of living? Those are lies from the pit of hell. You know, and I thank God that I was obedient. And as from the outcome of the book, you know, and creating the course and getting those ladies in the course, I was able to help this young lady to get on the right track. Yet there's purpose in your life. There is purpose in you. God created you for a purpose. God created you, my sister, for a purpose. And she's, you know, is on fire for the Lord. She found herself a church home. She got into that Bible study and she had an awful upbringing. And I'm sure you can identify with that. But I want you to know that God has a purpose for you in spite of what you have endured thus far. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Don't stay in that low place with the lack of confidence or the lack of faith. Pray and ask God what decisions you need to make in your life and create a plan and execute it. Sometimes we just have to push the reset button in our lives. Sometimes we have to admit, you know what? I didn't do everything right. I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. Just be honest with yourself, honest with the Lord. Put it out there. Hear yourself say it, verbalize it. I messed it up, Lord. I'm laying it here before you, Lord. Father, help me to make a plan. Help me to reset, do the reset button, Lord, on my life, a reset button on who I am in you and what you have called me to do. But we want to get healed first before we move forward with a plan. Because we don't want to bleed over and hurt others as we go forth with a plan or a vision that God has given us. So as you write down those goals that you have about yourself, about your life, use them as inspiration that one day I'm going to be there. But right now I have to focus on me and get myself healed, let God pour into me, let my pastor pour into me, let uh, the transformation coach pour into me and help build me up. Get in that word for yourself 
and dig out all of that negative and stinking thinking that the enemy has put there. Dig out all that negative thinking that you have agreed with. Uh, get rid of all that negative thinking that you have spoken over your life. You got to get God's word in your heart, in your mind. Meditate on God's word. That is what's going to build you up and keep you confident and full of faith. I pray that you've enjoyed this lesson on today about the code of confidence. Confidence is very important as you move forward in your healing journey, in your business journey, your family or life journey. You need confidence. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.